Hey everybody, welcome to Crowns On. This is Angel Victoria, the go-getter, your big sister and accountability partner. I hope that you all are doing well. Today we're going to start our Tough Talks. I'll let you know what that is as soon as I make this announcement and we'll get into it, okay? On February 9th, Facebook Live. I will have a Facebook Live at Angel Victoria. Angel, A-N-G-E-L, V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A. And we are going to be discussing love because it's the love month here in February. Um, And we're going to be talking about when love and conflict collide. God has given us everything we need to handle conflict when it arises in our relationships. And it starts with L-O-V-E, love. Yep, we got the keys to be able to handle conflict. And so I hope you can join me. That's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Okay? And that's our announcement. So, y'all, Tough Talks. Everything that we talk about on the Crowns On podcast, it's going to be deep and it's going to be meaningful. And I promise you, I will always bring you solutions. I'm not just the type of person that's going to just um, give you a situation and not solve that or give you a solution. To the best of my ability, we will give you solutions. Um, We're not going to keep you hanging. (laughs) So tough talks are discussions that believers usually don't like discussing. So I will always let you know... um, that these could be a possible trigger to anybody that listens to these tough talks, okay? Um, And they're not scheduled. They just come up when something arises. And so um, speaking of what arises, (laughs) um, we're going to talk about normalizing, checking in on people on a regular basis, whether they're having a good day or a bad day. And so we will be discussing suicide and depression today. I won't be with you very long, but I really felt in this time and in this day that we need to talk about that. We're normalizing a lot of things. Um, In the African-American community, uh, we are starting, thankfully, thank God, to normalize mental health issues amongst us. If you're anything like me or my family or any a lot of African-American families, we don't talk about things. We don't talk things out. And so um, I remember um, when I started to dig into our family history and I got the DNA test done and all of this stuff started being revealed, um, I was a little nervous about bringing things to light about my family. And there's still a lot of stuff I haven't brought to light with my family. Um, questions that I have, but it's because we don't talk. I don't remember my grandma talking much to me, neither one of my grandmothers. Um, We were, of course, in the army. My dad was, and so we traveled a lot, but um, we didn't talk or discuss deep issues. We didn't discuss our past or our family. And so opening up that that Pandora's box of my family was kind of like, dang, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And I want to discuss it, but I don't know how to approach. But that's just an example of the African-American American community and as far as what we don't talk about. And so it brings a lot of mental health issues. And I'm not the pro. I will have my friend on, um, Sonia Warren, who is uh, who specializes in um, mental health. 
I will have her on to be able to discuss these things. I am not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a therapist or a counselor. So I'm just going off of what, you know, is in my heart. So that I just wanted to make that example. So we will be discussing suicide and depression as we discuss normalizing, checking in on people on a regular basis, whether they're having a good day or a bad day, but just checking in on people. And I, this came to heart and to mind. Um, a lot of you know about the young lady, um, uh, Chesley um, Christ. She committed suicide um, on Sunday morning. Um, it's unfortunate. You look at her life and you see um, what she accomplished. You look at her and say, why would this young lady do this? And you know, um, I'm the type of person, I wait for things to pan out to see what has happened. It has been confirmed that she committed suicide. And the only person I, that I've seen that spoke out as far as a family member is her dad. I believe she has a stepdad, but her actual father he said he believed that it's some kind of depression that she dealt with and um, some probably some dysfunctional issues in their family. So I'm not going to speak on that. That's all I saw. Um, and I'm not sure if that's true or not as far as what he's saying, but that's the only thing that I saw. But what I will talk about is, you know, just keeping, making sure that you have people in your corner and in your life that will talk to you on a regular basis, check up on you on a regular basis. Um, this young lady, if when you read the articles, it talks about her. She was always loving and she always served others. She was Miss North Carolina 2019, Miss USA 2019. She was top 10 for Miss Universe and she hosted extra. She was an attorney who fought for social justice. So you see her life and you're like, so why would she commit suicide again? Y'all, we don't know. We don't know what she was dealing with. And if her father is correct, you know, depression is on a all time high. We're just coming off of two years of COVID and, you know, having to isolate ourselves and you just don't know what people are dealing with. That's why it's important to check up on people. Um, speaking of COVID, I had, I, I had COVID like two weeks in, in January, I was already dealing with a lot of stress. I was dealing with, uh, just some relational issues and some just stressed out because of work, um, and ended up getting COVID. You know, I had just moved and that was stressful. Um, got COVID and you guys, it was a hot mess. My January, which in which I thought I was going to go into and it was going to be this amazing beginning of the new year, y'all, it was horrible. I can only count on one hand the amount of people that checked in on me only because I spoke up or only because they knew I was dealing with um, certain things. And <laughs> I wish it was more people, but it wasn't, you know, I will say before I get into that part though, is that, uh, gosh, we have to, as individuals, not to be afraid to be afraid to speak up. We have to speak up when we're dealing with something. 
because people just don't know. But we st- I still believe we need to normalize, if, especially if you have friends, check in on them. You know, sometimes um, social media platforms, they've ruined it for us because it was at a point when we didn't have all that and we had to be around people and we had to check in on people. Um, but a lot of times you just see filtered lifestyles. You just don't know. Everything looks beautiful. Her last few pictures just showed her beauty and how gorgeous she was and um, nothing, nothing else. And so it's important to check on people good and bad. I keep saying that over and over again, but you know, I'll go back to the COVID situation where I had COVID and I was isolated. Thankfully, I got to quarantine with um, my friends and uh, there was a day y'all because of isolation, isolation can cause so much just issues, like so many issues. Um, because I was isolated, I had time to sit down with everything that I was dealing with and it just all jumped on me. There was one day I couldn't even get out of bed. My, my friends, they were upstairs, but I couldn't even get out of bed because I was so depressed like I was depressed and I was dealing with brain fog that came everybody doesn't deal with it but when I got COVID I got brain fog like I remember sitting there trying to talk to my friend and I saw a person's name in my head but I couldn't say it it's just like wouldn't couldn't connect I couldn't even say the person's name I saw the person's face the person's name and I could it was so scary y'all it was scary I, I laughed but it was scary um it was scary. And there was other moments, like when I had to go back to work, I couldn't f- remember things. Like I had to tell the person, can you put this code in? I, I can't remember. I, I see it, but I don't know what it, I, I just can't connect it. Like I see the code, but my fingers won't move and connect with my brain. <laughs> it's right there. Thankfully, that's all over. But I was dealing with depression during my time of COVID, y'all. Like everything just pounced on me out of nowhere, like just jumped on me. And it was scary because I haven't dealt with depression in a long time. But um, I just, you know, in that isolation, I was, you know, just dealing with all the stuff. I'm dealing with everything coming to my mind and do this in times of even thoughts of why am I even living? What am I here for? You know, and it had just, I just had so many things going on at that time. And there were times that people just, you know, would call or and they, they didn't ask, how, you know, they just didn't, you know, didn't, yeah, not even dealing with that. Anyways, but um, there are people who called and they would ask, how are you doing? Like really doing Angel? That's all they wanted to know. I had my best friend who walked me through situations while I was going through COVID to help me to walk those things out. Um, People that checked on me and said, Angel, are you okay? What do you need? How are you feeling? They weren't talking about just the, you know, some, you know, the COVID. They would talk about that. Yes, but how are you feeling? Like really feeling inside. And so I'm so, 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 so grateful for people who checked in on me. Um, you know, even if they called and it was about them, they would put themselves aside for me. And I feel like that's what everybody needs. Like, yeah, you're calling to ask for something. You're calling to talk about something. But 
it's important to make sure you know the other person on the end of that phone or um, FaceTime. You can see them smiling or sense them, you know, happy or whatever. But just check on them. Ask how they're doing. I'm wondering how many people were checking on this young lady or were they so focused on what she could do for them or they were so focused on what she did or whatever. But this young lady to jump to her death, how was it not noticeable? Was she hiding this? Was she, did anybody know anything? You know, it, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Her beautiful soul now lost. It, it's just, it's, it's crazy how something like that could happen. But I can relate as far as depression goes and suicidal thoughts. Um, and, you know, people, you know, they often think people, if you tell them that you had suicidal thoughts, they'll often think that you are suicidal always. No, I'm not a suicide. There's only one time in my life that I, two, I'll say two, that I um, attempted suicide. I was way, 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 way younger. But as an adult, no. But for those thoughts to be coming to my mind um, while being ill, um, there's a deeper issue there, you know? And so, you know, like I tell y'all, I'm going to always talk real up here and I don't care what people think about me. I don't care about, um, uh, your thoughts as far as that goes, just always pray for me. You know, I'm in a situation in my life or a state in my life where I'm allowing things to come out. Y'all when I, um, got COVID, um, I cried almost every night, not because of COVID, but just because things were being released out of me. Things were being taken out of me. Things were being shown to me that I've been dealing with a lot of my life. That's why I'm grateful for those who called me and talked to me and walked me through and helped me in this process of dealing with maybe COVID helped me. It's just like COVID helped um, everybody else. Um, A lot of people, excuse me. Um, who um, was so busy with life that when we got shut in, they were able to to look at their life and evaluate it. Now, mind you, I had just had surgery for cancer (laughs) Um, when COVID, we, we were all shut in. But I was just coming out of that and then boom, I went straight back to work. So dealing with that, going back to work, I had no time to rest. And so now that I actually got COVID, thankfully it wasn't, you know, deathly or whatever. But it caused me to have to sit down and it caused me to have to cry some things out. And it caused me to have to think about some things. And yes, I had the brain fog and yes, depressional thoughts came and suicidal thoughts did come. But guess what? I am thankful that I had people checking up on me. We need to normalize it, y'all. Look, y'all know what I'm here for. I don't just come up here and say, hey, I'm Angel the Go-Getter. Um, your big sister, Nicole Billy Parker. No, I am a go-getter, meaning I've been spending most of my life helping women. I've been spending most of my life going after women to help them find themselves and their identity. Okay, because for a long time, I lost mine. And I'm still searching for a lot of stuff. But guess what? That's just, it is what it is. But I want to be a big sister. I, I've always, I have a big sister, but I, I wish that we could have been, you know, she could have been my big sister, you know, like you see on the TV shows. We weren't, you know, um, like that. That comes again with, you know, how families are. Um, 
with life and how things happen, you know, dysfunction and whatever. Um, and I've always wished I had like this big sister who'd be like, Angel, no, you better sit down. You better listen and talk and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I have a good big sister. But and the older we get, you know, we get closer. So that's good. And that relationship is building. Um, but it just is what it is. But I'm not saying I'm just your big sister just for a cute, cute little thing. No, I'm not. I'm I'm going I want to go after women and help them in their lives just like I want people to help me in mine. And I want to be that sister and that person that you can talk to and um look up to and just be able to talk freely to. Um and then I'm I want to hope help women um hold them accountable because I I value accountability in my life. I love accountability. It saves and saved my life. Okay? And so I'm just not up here just to be up here and to be saying all this kind of stuff. I'm going to talk things out with you all because it is important. I wonder how her accountability was, her friends, who they were. And I'm not judging them because I don't know them. But I wonder if she talked things out with them. I wonder if they were able to see anything. And a lot of times we we hold things back and we, you know, have things um, that we don't share and that's that right there is what we need to work on individually but we also need to make sure that we have a circle that surrounds us where nothing can break through that circle nothing can you know um, force its way in that circle they won't allow um, other people to come in and cause issues they won't do that um, they protect you they cover you they pray for you things like that if there is anybody who is listening out there right now you don't have accountability in your life. I am here for you. I don't care if you don't know me. I don't want to see you lose. I don't want to see you isolated. I don't want to see you um, not live to your full potential. I can care less about fame. I can care less about just you. Who cares about all that? What's important is your soul. The scripture says, um, what does it profit to you to gain the whole world? And then lose your soul. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does it profit you? Nothing. But I'm here for you. You can come to my Facebook page, Angel Victoria, on Facebook. And you can reach out to me on my messenger. You can also hit me up on Instagram, the.gogether. Okay? T-H-E dot G-O-G-E-T-H-E-R. I'm there. I don't care if you don't know me. Reach out to me. Reach out to me. You need to talk before you make any choices. I'm here, a listening ear. I'm not here to judge you or condemn you. Believe me, I understand. I told you when I had COVID, Suicidal thoughts were right there. Depression was right there. And I was thankful that I had people to call me and talk to me. This young lady, bless her soul, is an example of having it all together on the outside. But that, that core that she needed of accountability and people surrounding her it, it either wasn't enough or it wasn't happening or we don't know. She just didn't talk about something that was what she was dealing with. And it's unfortunate and it's a big major loss. And I pray for her family that they will find peace in this situation. I pray that um, all her loved ones 
they find comfort in the situation um, and that this kind of stuff would stop happening. She's not the only one that has committed suicide um, in this past two weeks, nationally known. So y'all, I'm telling you, reach out to me if you need me. Hit me up. I am here for you. It's between me, you, and God. But there's importance in accountability. Importance in reaching out to people when you need help. I know a lot of people are like, y'all, we need to normalize, you know, how are they saying it? Normalize. I don't know. I can't remember how they're saying it, but basically they're putting it on other people, but people need to reach out. What happened if I do not, did not like my best friend talk to her about it? Or when I was dealing with brain fog, talk to my friends about it. Like y'all, I, I don't know what's going on in my mind right now. I just can't, I can't, you know, what if I didn't say anything? I could have dealt with that on my own and possibly, and you know, commit that. You know, it starts in the mind. It starts in isolation. And so, we as an individual who are dealing with this, we have to reach out. Don't be prideful. Don't be so afraid. This is your life, and your life is important. You are important. To not just God, but others who your life matters. You matter. Okay, so I love you like with all my heart, even if I've never met you, but you are important. You are very, very, very important. You leave people behind um, in suicidal situations. You don't realize the impact that you've had on their lives. Think about that before you, you make that decision. You are loved, 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 loved. You know, I remember, I'll share this and I'll um, end this. I remember when I was in high school and I tried to commit suicide over a boy. I remember popping all these aspirin. And I believe I walked myself up to the hospital and I think my parents may have been called up there. And we lived right across the street from the hospital. And my parents may have been called up there. Um, and I just remember the look on my mom and dad's face. It wasn't a disappointment. I don't know if they were disappointed, but it wasn't disappointment. It was a look of like, why? Like, do you not see that we love you? And often in a suicidal mindset, you can, you just don't, you're not thinking clearly. And you forget about everybody else that's around. Your focus is on the hardship or the person that has done you wrong or whatever. But I just remember the look, specifically my mom's face, of like, why? And the hurt of you, like, would do this. Like, why would you talk to us? Why would you say anything? And y'all, it was a quick decision. Um, and then it was a medicated decision. And I thank God that he helped me to walk up to that hospital. I remember I just, I was jacked up. 
So you never know, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, you think about it before you commit suicide, you think about it, you know? So at, to the individual, don't be afraid to talk to somebody, get to somebody. You are loved and you're wanted and you're, 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 you're you need to live. You may not understand it, but you need to live. And to those who know loved ones or people that are dealing with that depression and things be on them like white on rice. Love on them. Let them know that they need to be here in this earth and why they need to be here in this earth. Don't overlook it because it looks like they're doing good. Make sure that you talk to them. Make sure you love on them. Make sure you assure them. Affirm them. All right, y'all. Well, I love you all. Thank you for listening in this tough conversation today. I'm praying for Miss um, Chesley and her and her family, and believing God for restoration, and believing God for comfort and peace for them and anybody out there that's dealing with um, suicidal thoughts or depression. You are loved. I love you. And like I said, reach out to me. All right. We'll talk soon, you all. Have a blessed and beautiful evening.